Hello, my friends, and welcome to the Bible in Order, where we are chronologically going through the entire Bible in one year. Today's reading for April 19th is 1 Samuel chapters 28 through 31 and Psalm 18. It's very sad as we come to the end of Saul's life, his reign, his legacy, all of his family, except for one that we'll learn about later. A man who had such promise, such potential. He was head and shoulders above everyone else in the entire nation. He was one out of millions who was selected by God to lead the people. And he failed miserably. It's not because he made worse decisions than David or anybody else for that matter, but it's how he responded after being confronted with his failures. Saul was one who blamed others. He rationalized his own sin, and he was unwilling to repent and give God all the glory. And it cost him everything. And certainly there were good men, good women, good people in his family. We know Jonathan and David were like brothers. They were best friends. They loved each other dearly. Jonathan saw that David was anointed to be the next king. And he was okay with that. But Jonathan was one of those who lost his life along with his corrupt father. In chapter 28, we have one of the most real stories of speaking with the dead, going to a medium, calling up a spirit who seems to have been sleeping or resting. Samuel says, why have you disturbed me and brought me up? Witchcraft is real. Certainly not everyone who claims to be a witch in today's society or ever had real power. But God's problem with witchcraft is that it's seeking the supernatural apart from God. Saul's desperate. God won't answer his prayer. <clears throat> I wonder if he had humbled himself, if he had fasted, if he had prayed, if he had truly repented for his sin, might his fate have been different. When he was told that the kingdom was taken out of his hand and given to his neighbor, David, what if he had just packed up everything that he owned and left the country, taken his sons with him, and moved far, far away? if God would have blessed him there and allowed him to start over. But despite being given the terrible news that his days were done, he continued to act as king. He continued to fight, even though he was told by the prophet that was brought up from the dead, he refused to believe. He still tried to force his own way. And it cost him everything. 
There's a story in the New Testament about a man named Lazarus who was poor, who was a beggar. And he begged at the gate in front of a rich man's house. <clears throat> the rich man died and went to hell. And from that place cried out in agony, in anguish. And said, please let me go back and warn my brothers. And Jesus said, even if somebody rose from the dead to warn them, they wouldn't believe it. Saul is living that out. He literally had the prophet raised from the dead in spirit form to appear to him, to speak to him. And he still refuses to accept the word. And so his fate is sealed. He gives his life. The next couple of chapters we read about David and his going off to war and then hearing of the death of Saul and his sons. And in this recording, this account... We don't see a whole lot from David as far as commentary. But we turn to the Psalms and David rejoices in Psalm 18. I almost wonder like why I highlight certain passages. Do you highlight your Bible? I've highlighted almost this entire Psalm. I've read it over and over and over today cross out where it says Lord in all caps and write in Yahweh or the tetra grammation. And then I highlight the passages that just speak to me that my soul yearns along with. I know you can relate. David writes, I love you, Yahweh, my strength. Yahweh, my rock, my fortress, my deliverer, my God, my rock, where I seek refuge, my shield and the horn of my salvation, my stronghold. I called to Yahweh, who is worthy of praise, and I was saved from my enemies. I called to Yahweh in my distress, and I cried to my God for help. He heard my voice. My cry reached his ears. He bent the heavens, and came down. He rode on a cherub and flew, soaring on the wings of the wind. I could go on and on. But I'll suffice it to say, God, in his wisdom, in his mercy, in his kindness, his generosity. Blessed David because David's heart was pleasing to him. David wanted it God's way. Saul, tragically, lost everything because he wanted it his way. He wanted God to come and do it 
according to Saul's terms, not the reverse. And so everything that we do, how we worship, where we worship, how we live this life as believers, let us ever remember to do it God's way and to be blessed like David. And not try to force God into our box as if we knew better than him and so be cut off cut off from his spirit, cut off from life, have our legacies cut off as Saul's were. May God keep us hungry and humble before him as David was most of the time. God bless you, my friends. Thank you for being on this journey. I hope this challenges you as it challenges me. See you tomorrow.